Hi there, it's Ginger Bell. Today is Thursday, April 30th, and I'd like to welcome you to the last episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. For the past 45 days, we have been posting three videos a week with industry leaders and professionals, just talking about their input, advice, what they're doing to be able to um, make it through what we're going through right now as far as sheltering in place. And so I wanna thank you for tuning in and to let you know that today on April 30th in the United States, there are over a million cases of coronavirus. Unfortunately, 62,263 deaths, but we have 148,000 that have recovered. So I wish you well. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, flatten the curve, not the spirit. Well, hi there. This is Ginger Bell, and welcome to this episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. And today I have a very good friend of mine who is to the east, south, east of me in Oregon, somewhere around there, um, who I've known for a very long time, and that is Gwen Forsey. So Gwen, thanks so much for joining and hopping on today. My pleasure, and it is a beautiful day here in Boise, Idaho. Sunshine, I can hear the birds chirping outside. So we're, not, we're just like one state adjacent to each other. Yeah, like probably eight hours away. Well, by car, or like... 40 minutes by flight. Yeah, it's always a good quick flight. flight. Yeah. So um, so here we are, and uh, the, this recording, I think I counted up that um, for me personally, and probably for you maybe even longer, I don't know, I um, got back from my last trip on March 13th, and so I think it's been like 48 days, something like that. I think the 13th, I was, I remember I was, that was a Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. I was supposed to speak at a conference that was canceled the day before. So that was yep. probably kind of my first day too of it like, oh, everything's shutting down. Nothing had been formal here yet. Right. Um, but things were starting to like cancel off of the calendar and um, yeah, like you just started staying home. So I'm right there with you though, same number of days, which that's a long time. It doesn't feel like it's been that long in some ways. In some ways it feels like it's, yeah, been, it's been forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, I was supposed to be speaking in Phoenix on that Friday coming from Atlanta and same thing. They canceled it um, on Wednesday. So I didn't ended up not flying on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, you are always such a positive person and I know your business is about branding and being able to bring to light who someone is and, and what they stand for. And, you know, in, in this new world that we're in, it's so different. And so, um, you know, Obviously, finding out how you're doing, very important. That's the first thing. And the first thing, I think, for a lot of people, too, in their conversations, how does that relate to branding, though? I mean, how can somebody segue, you know, that, hey, how are you doing? What's going on in your world to their branding and who they are? Yeah, so it is important. I really feel like this sort of new normal we're in right now is a historical change as to how we will all do business going forward. Yeah. We're gonna have so many more people working from home, 
so much more importance on virtual and not like in person because they're kind of saying like a version of what we have now will be going on for a couple of years even. Right. So now more than ever, so important to have your online presence just polished up, waiting to be seen. Mm. I mean, people check us out before they decide if they want to do business with us. And how do they do that now? They do it virtually. It's the only way they can do it really for right now. So you know, it's time to stop hiding behind sharing other people's content or maybe just grabbing those like blog articles, your, um, you know, your generic ones provide, yeah. and getting more in tune with who you are, what you're about. Stop hiding behind those things that make you special that sometimes are like, oh, is that the right thing to share? Like right. step into those things that make you different. Um, that's what makes you special and your brand is you being more of you. And so sometimes that can be really scary for people. It feels a little bit vulnerable, right? Like, Ooh, I'm going to just like vanilla ice myself and stay down here where I can try to please everyone and not share those like quirky, fun, interesting things that would be really something people could connect to. Exactly. Well, and being authentic attracts the kind of people that you like to do business with. And, you know, I, I have done a lot of webinars for many years, as have you. I do a lot of webinars for my clients, create video content, things like that. And so that's what I've had my clients really asking me to do is teach us how to do this, teach us how to do the virtual, how to do the webinars, how to do the videos, you know, how to stand out there. And it's funny because I've done numerous webinars for several different associations lately. And then my clients as well. And I had a friend of mine over the weekend say, oh, so-and-so's doing a webinar on video. How come she didn't ask you? And I, I went and looked at the person that she had asked. And I said, oh, well, that person aligns really with her and who her coaching clients are. And so it, it was much more aligned with who she is. You know, I'm very much a factual step-by-step-by-step-by-step. This is how to do it. I'm a guide kind of person. Like, I'm going to show you the steps. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to do that. And then some people are very touchy-feely and, you know, all that. And so, you know, you have to find that right balance of not only what fits with you, but what fits with your audience as well. So who are your real estate clients like and who are their clients like? And so being authentic to you and who you are, I think is important. And don't be worried about the other stuff. Yeah. And also too, when you can be authentic to who you are and really like, speak from your heart, start attracting those people that you would die to fill your calendar with instead of the ones, I mean, we've all had those clients where it was not a good fit. Right. Just like, Oh, one more phone call and I'm pulling my hair out. (laughs) And then we have those clients like we just love them right away. You feel the energy, you feel the vibe. They send all their friends that are just like them to you. And it's like, if you could just get to the point where you can fill your calendar with those kinds of clients and not just be pushing the stone uphill with the tough ones, those, those tough ones, they're not your people. They don't trust you. That's why they're tough. You don't have that no love and trust factor built with them at all. And that's why they're difficult. So if you can just go deeper in your sphere, you don't need thousands of people. Right. Go with 50, your 100 that you're already connected with. You already know everyone you need to know. And just get deeper with them and really cement those relationships because you have to stay top of mind. 
there's, if you're not, someone else is, right? Like if right. you're not showing up, if you're not providing the value, if you're not speaking to them in their language, someone, or if you're not making the phone calls, you know, that's a big call reluctance among people. Right. Someone else is. And so a good little tip that I give my clients, because video is scary for people. Like you and I are totally comfortable with it. We've done thousands, probably videos together. Not together, but you know. I <laughs> would love to do a thousand videos with you, Gwen. Let's get started. Right now. technically our third video together. <laughs> but a good way to kind of just get over that scariness and be able to make a good impact as I tell people use a personal video send a one-to-one yes. video using messenger or text and use birthdays as a good starting point like whose birthday is it today who can I send a message because you really do get like that tone the voice inflection the personality when you get a video and it stands yes. above no one else is doing that right now they're all you know, say it's someone's birthday, they're all commenting on their page with the other 300 people, they're not standing apart, but you send a video message, custom, not like a bomb bomb that you're sending to everyone, right. but a, hey, Ginger, I saw it's your birthday, cheers to you, here's another, you know, amazing year, and just short, sweet, simple, it's, that's like no pressure, just, that's so easy to do that and get comfortable with it. Right. And you can do it from your phone. You don't need yeah. anything fancy. I mean, no. we're obviously doing this recording on Zoom. We have cameras on our computer. You know, we have microphones and things like that. I have the fancy diva light. Yeah, me too. Yes, I've got my little diva light and I close my shade so I don't get the sun, you know, coming in and all that kind of stuff. But you don't need to do that. No. Now, remember one time I was traveling with my son and we were sitting in an airport waiting for a plane and it was the same thing somebody's birthday and um, actually no it wasn't somebody's birthday we were sending a thank you to the person we had just met with because he and I do some occasional business together on some of his projects and uh, I said let's shoot a video he's like why do we shoot a video why don't we just send an email I said no I said a video first of all it's easier than trying to craft message you're going to type up and did I have spelling errors and oh my gosh I did that wrong it's just so much more authentic so we did we just grabbed the phone and just said you know hey you know whoever it was great meeting with you we totally appreciate it we're so excited blah 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 and they're gonna see that enthusiasm too so not just but birthdays but follow-up meetings yes. you know if you get an application and you talk to somebody on the phone send a follow-up message by video to their phone and just say, you know, hey Gwen, I just got off the phone with you. I just want to let you know how excited I am to be able to work with you. And uh, I look forward to the next step. Hope you have an awesome day. That's it. They're going to look at it. They're going to remember that because, you know, having that, and especially now because we don't have that physical proximity of meeting yeah. with someone. So, you're not having those added conversations that you normally would if you're meeting face-to-face. -face. So you need to do it more now and just smaller pieces more often so somebody sees you and, and you know, they can hear how excited you are. So I think video is huge right now. And they'll feel it too. I'm sure you and your mm -hmm. son, they can feel the excitement right. coming across in the video. Yep. And yes, yeah, you know, your referral partner sends you a referral and you speak to that person on the phone, send your refer, like stop, go all in on video. Right. And it doesn't have to be this planned video on your Facebook. You don't have to go live. Use it more in a personal no. way. Um, the other thing is, 
you do feel like, you know, I'm sure you've had Zoom happy hours with the girlfriends, yes. the family. You have, you're like, oh, I got to feel them. You, there is something you get from that that you're not getting from text messages, photos, and an email. Right. Like, it's just not the same. The video is the next level, and it's the best thing we have for right now right. and going forward. Yeah. And to be able to build that, the more you build into it now, first of all, the easier it becomes. Yes. And then next, they're going to get used to that as well. And people recognize you. Uh, you know, you do a lot of public speaking. I do a lot of public speaking. I do a lot of posting of videos and webinars and things like that. And so, you know, I was in Austin last year for the MBA and I'm standing in line to get my name badge and I'd like three people come up to me and say, Hey, Ginger, how are you? Now I had never met them before, but they had seen me and whether it was, you know, speaking or on a webinar or on a video or something like that. So they felt like they knew me. They do because your personality is coming across in a video. Right. Like that, your face is like the biggest currency of your brand. I, like I always tell people don't hide behind, you know, other graphics and, you know, quotes and stuff, put your face out there and you never know who's watching until they come up to you and they're like, Oh my gosh, I saw that video. It is crazy. Once you start doing it, mm-hmm. how often people will come up to you um, at events or like my husband, you know, he always knows where I'm going to know someone everywhere I go. <laughs> people, they, they recognize it. And you're right. They feel right. like they know you. So that's right. so cool. And if you're not taking advantage of that opportunity, like it's time. No right. more, no more excuses. It's time right now. And you don't, you know, I think as women, more so probably than men, we're always concerned about how we look on video. And even for guys, I always hear them say, you know, I have the face for radio. (laughs) You know, when I first started doing video and doing a lot of recordings, especially for, you know, back when nobody was really doing it, I would tell my video editor, I don't want to watch it. Just edit it, put it out there. I don't want to see it because I'm going to critique it in such a way But if you're having a physical conversation with someone, you're not worried about what's the lighting or what am I saying or, oh my gosh, I blink my eyes all the time or anything like that. So don't be worried about that on video. You know, I often think about one of my favorite teachers was in junior high school, what some know as middle school, and she was my first speech teacher that really got me comfortable and into public speaking. I was very shy and quiet before, and then she just brought that out. Ironically, her name was Mrs. Bell. We called her Mama. But she was not at all an attractive woman. And so, you know, she didn't dress stylish. Um, She didn't do any of that, but she was all in her energy and her enthusiasm as far as bringing kids out and teaching them and letting them find themselves was infectious. And I can tell you, she passed away a couple of years ago, um, but there was a group that had formed on Facebook how many years later that did this huge tribute to her that she had had such an impact on them in their lives. And and truly building a legacy. And so, you know, I think we need to look more inward as far as our spirit and our authentic self and what our, you know, passion is and what we're good at and put that out on video. Let people see that your authentic self, because that's going to come through. 
Yeah. And the thing is today with live videos, perfection is not expected. No. In fact, the, per the perfect sort of edited videos are kind of boring almost, right? Like everything is going towards stories, which is the live, like behind the scenes. Let me show you what's happening instead of the filtered edited. But if you like, we're staying home, not necessarily every day putting full makeup on. There's great filters. You can just use a filter <laughs> for that birthday or that thank you message. You don't have to work, wait till the day that you actually, you know, did your hair and makeup. Right. So there's really no excuses. And Ginger, when I started too, I remember actually the actual day when I'm like, I'm wow. going to go live today. I went in my backyard. I found a spot. I tried to do the right angles. I wanted to make sure I didn't have harsh shadows. I recorded myself as a practice. Right. I did watch it back and I might made some mental notes and then I just went for it because if you don't start, you don't have anything to get better on. Exactly. Like you have to start somewhere. And if I fumble over a word, I do what I would do if we're meeting a person. I laugh it off and I move forward. Yeah. Like that's the other exactly. thing is recording videos, like having to get to perfection. One, you will never get to perfection. Like right. you said, you don't want to watch yours back. If you did, you'd be like picking yourself apart, which yeah. we shouldn't do that to ourselves. No. But that's why I love life because you don't have the opportunity to stop, right. delete, stop, delete, yeah. stop taking all day. And then of course you don't have time to do it. You spend right. three hours recording and deleting. Right. So I say, just go for it and uh, get over the, get over the fear. Just get over yourself. Right. Yeah, so Steve Sims, who is a phenomenal speaker and coach, and he wrote the book called Blue Fishing, he has a saying that it, it, he uses a lot, and he says, get going and then get good. Yeah. And that's the key. It's just like, okay, the lighting's not going to be perfect. The you know sound may not be perfect, you know, all those things. But if the message is genuine, that's what people will see. Yeah. And people, I know they have a hang up like, oh, my people don't, they'll get sick of seeing me or they know what I do. Like they're not thinking about us that much. We have to stay in front of them and right. your people won't get sick of seeing you. Right. The ones that aren't your people will. And that's probably the best thing is mm -hmm. when they're self-selecting. The ones that like you are being attracted, the ones that aren't are like, eh, not my person. And that's okay. Right. That's actually what we want to happen. So you're right. Get over yourself. You'll get better you know, someday, six months from now, you'll be such a pro. Don't go back and delete that first video. Like it's okay to show the journey that way that shows other people they can do it too. Absolutely. And I think the journey is important. And then think about, you know, if you're wondering about what to say on videos, look at the questions you're getting yeah. constantly. And from those, like if you're getting a question over and over and over again, then that's something you may want to talk about on video and to be able to share that information. So, you know, don't be afraid, but make sure, and, and this is the thing too, that I always, you know, for my clients, I say, it's, it's important to be on video, yes. Personalized video, very important. So send those personal messages. Um, and then, you know, do have something to say, because if you're not, if you're just saying, hey, you know, it's Ginger, I'm on Facebook Live, how y'all doing? People are gonna tune out of that after a while. Yeah. So you, you have to bring want value. to have something. Yeah. Yeah, you have to bring value. I just did a live actually earlier today and it was five tips on how to polish your personal brand online. Perfect. And I agree. If you're getting questions about things, in fact, I usually give my I do give my clients the 52 questions. It's right. like 52 questions you can answer, things you can um, ease fears about 
what do your clients need to know before they need to know you? Like, what are all the things they're thinking about before they even stumble along to you? Right. And that's your content. Like, I, if someone comes to, a, to me with a question and it's like, I know other people have the same question, I'm like, okay, that's a video answer. A video is forthcoming. Let's answer it by a video so we can leverage that too. And I think right. everyone should be building a library of content that they're providing, whether it's right. lifestyle, um, you know, think, you know, talking about mortgage lenders and realtors, like the, the market, what's happening, or if it's something totally unrelated to business, but something they're really passionate about, build like a library, one video at a time, right? To have out there. Yep. Absolutely. And you know what? You can do it on YouTube. So you don't have oh, to yes. do anything fancy in order to do that. You can put it on YouTube. You know, there's online platforms. I use Kajabi for mine and it's great for putting your videos um, to where it's either public facing or into a course. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of avenues for you to do that. Um, but start with the library. And, and even if you have a couple, the other thing you need to do is to make sure you're consistent. Yeah. So I love the ideas of 52 topics that you can do. We have a mortgage guide that we do same thing one each week as far as, you know, 52 different things, topics you yeah. can talk about, about mortgages. And so just once a week and you don't have to do a ton of them, yeah. but if you just have that consistency that every week to be able to do that and then think about your process, you know, those are all things that you can answer questions, whether it's completing application online, what they need for a credit score, you know, what is, you know, we just produced an entire series of um, talking about forbearance because people are wanting to know about that. So yeah. look at hot topics right now that you're, again, you're getting questions on. Yeah. Those are the kind of things to do and, uh, and be able to get started on that. Yeah, and that's just bringing value to your audience and being that trusted sort of advisor. Exactly. You know, you're showing your knowledge, um, which, and we're building, all building trust with our online presence. Um, they say YouTube is where you can put like the boring how-to stuff, which is great, because YouTube's where you go to find out how to do something, right? Yeah, that's where people search. Yes, Facebook's a great place to put those things too, but with more personality. So mm -hmm. I'm all about like shoot one live video, download it, and repurpose it. 10 times over, not all the same day, same time, right. but over time. So you're not always like this content creation monster. Right. You can do something really good that could go for a long time on a lot of different platforms. So yeah, yeah exactly. So opportunity. We could like, just think of 20 years ago to do what we're doing now. We would have had to buy an ad on television and maybe have a billboard yeah. on the freeway to get this kind of exposure. Right. And now we have it in the palm of our hands at all times. And people are searching for it. You know, advertising yeah. used to be a push. Yeah. And now people are looking for that information. So, you know, if you want to find out what people are looking for, I always go to answer the public. Oh, me too. I love that. I love people but in a Yep. And so um, I just did a webinar last week for the California Association and we just talked about same thing, video content. And I had gone in to answer the public and just put forbearance in there. Mm -hmm. And so you can find all the things that tells you what people are searching for. And so That's if you really want to find it, yeah, find out what people are searching for, go to answer the public, put in mortgage mm -hmm. and, you know, take one of those topics and answer the question. Yeah. So you have the knowledge. Get, like that is like endless content forever and ever and ever. Right. 
Absolutely. So yeah, so those kind of little nuggets are good and you don't have to have a lot of time to do it. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, that is, you know, 20 minutes long or we're going to do this, but you know, mapping out the time is important. You know, one of the things, you know, because we are all home now, um, you know, normally I think I was supposed to be in like eight different cities this month in April. And I know you travel and speak a lot. And so it gives us opportunities to really build on other things. So I have a lot of content that I'm building for courses and whatnot, which is cool. Um, but I'm also reading a lot of books. And so what are some of the books or podcasts that you're listening to or reading right now? Okay. So I love courage and clarity by Steph Crowder awesome podcast. Don't know if you're familiar with it. Nope. I'm also really, I have my master class that I actually do in a Facebook group and you're mentioning Kajabi. I use ClickFunnels, but right. I do all my videos right in a private Facebook group where I have control over it. Yep. Um, so where was I going? Squirrel. So, uh, books, <laughs> courage and clarity. <laughs> um, uh, it's a tribe thing. That's a podcast about building membership groups and bringing value to your people. And you'd be right. amazed what kind of people have created membership groups, um, earning income from them, all kinds of industries. So it's like you figure something out, you, you show your other people how to do it. Nice. Um, I'm reading contagious right now. It's still on my nightstand. I love Ninja Selling. That's an awesome book. Everyone in real estate and lending should read. Um, is it The Art of Ninja Selling or Ninja Selling? I'm not sure. And then Slight Edge is one of my really good good ones. Have you read that one? I haven't. The Slight Edge. It's about doing those little things each and every day that even though no one is recognizing them, they add up to big things over time. So it's about habits. It's similar to like Atomic Habits. Right. Which is a great way. book, so, yeah. Yeah. I have about three books going at once and we're kind of getting into our <laughs> camping season here. We have the one where we'll go out in the wilderness and I do my best reading, content creation, course creation, masterclass creation when I'm out in the woods drinking my morning coffee. Yes. Yes. I am the same way. It has to be in the morning though. I'm yeah. a creator in the morning. What are you reading and listening to right now? So I listen to a lot of different podcasts as well, and it's it's all across the board. Um, Jason Frazier just put a whole a grouping of podcasts together, so I've been listening to a lot of those different ones, industry podcasts. And then um, I'm reading the book right now. It's called Seat of the Soul, S-E-A-T of the Soul. It's by Gary Zukoff, and it is about... Um, tapping into your authentic power he talks about so you know what are you really good at and and so you know it's a matter of for me I know what I'm good at um, but you know just like you said squirrel it's like it's it's you know honing in on that and really leaning into it and being able to build around that so I'm focused on that I read a lot about and I actually just signed up for four new courses um, on, uh, Udemy. I was, so I, I like learning from other people. And mm-hmm. so, you know, master classes like what you talk about. So those on, um, you know, creating video, creating courses, things like that. So I'm, I'm like you, I'm all, all over the board. <laughs> I, I feel like I am the best college student right now. Like when I I read a book, I'm taking notes, podcasts, I have notes. I love reading or listening first thing in the morning because usually I can like put something into play later that day. I love that. Just kind of get your mind right. Right. Um, But yeah, I feel like I would be the best. Like I would have 
I'm old school though. I write it. I want to see it. Yeah, I don't I'm like the same way. notes, but I go back and I read them. I highlight them. I'll be like, Ooh, I need to pull that into this course I'm doing right now. So I, yeah, I'm just like curating it all. And fit, yeah. like you said, leaning into what you're best at. A lot of times we, we don't even know, like sometimes you have to ask outside, like ask your friends and call it. What am I, what do you really think I'm good at? What, what do you come to me for? Right. Um, because sometimes it's one thing, but it can like lead into something else that goes even further. Yeah. And, and, you know, don't be afraid to share that information. You know, like I said, I just did a webinar for camp on um, virtual meetings and creating content and being able to, you know, come up with ideas. And I had uh, uh, one of the attendees that called me yesterday and she goes, I have been searching for you. You're exactly what I need. And so when you hear that, then it's like, okay, that's it. Now I know this is my purpose and this is what I'm meant to be doing. And it's great when you hear that from clients because it's that affirmation. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're going on this path, right? And we're like, oh, maybe we should go this way because that seems right. But right. when you get that validation and the confirmation, um, it's like, oh, okay, yes, this is the right way. We're doing the right thing. That ding, ding, ding. Right. You know, ringing the dinner bell, I think. Because sometimes, you know, I'm really, like, I, I come up with new stuff. And I'm like, I wonder if I should try this. I'm not afraid to, afraid to try something new and pivot or change. So it's good to have the validation that you're going in the right direction. Because you can often, you can get off on the wrong direction too sometimes. Right. Absolutely. You know, the other thing I think that where we're at right now and, and the changes with COVID and what it's done for everyone, um, I think the opportunity to be able to teach and educate and share information is more important now than ever. And so, you know, look at doing things like what you and I are doing, where you have a conversation with a real estate agent, with an accountant, you know, with a financial planner, you know, think about the things. If you're afraid of doing information and doing a lot of videos on your own, think about the other experts that you know. Um, we're doing, we're starting a, a series. I'm not sure what we're going to do with it. I really don't know yet, but, you know, smaller businesses, obviously, as we begin to open up are going to be challenged. And yeah. so, especially for restaurants. So, you know, we're looking at starting a, a little video series, just going in and, and talking to um, owners and finding out what they're doing, how they're, you know, moving into the direction, safety, cleanliness, you know, offering delivery, foods that they're offering, things like that, because that's your community. So yeah. think about your community because our communities are going to stay small for a little while. And so for you to really be involved and create that community and become that person that can be that helper of that community, I think it's so important. And, and you can make a difference. You know, it's like I was reading, um, Sean Penn has actually set up in California and from his foundation, he's provided funding for testing sites, for public testing sites, for drive-through testing sites. Who would think Sean Penn would have anything to do with being able to do anything like this? But within his community, that's important. He's just doing it in California. He's from California. So using that to be able to look for those opportunities of how you can help your community right now. And some of that is in doing this, sharing information, bringing awareness. You know, start a video series where you interview local business owners. Yeah. And you post that onto your YouTube channel, their YouTube channel, I mean, whatever, 
you know, this is a time that you just have to look for ways that you can help your tribe, your community to be able to build in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that takes some actual pressure off too. If you're yeah. going to interview someone, uh, an insurance agent or a home inspector, it, you can interview them. They're the, you know, allow them to be the star of the show and it helps them. And the same too, I always talk about instead of doing like maybe a business uh, series, do the lifestyle series. Yep. Promote local businesses in your neighborhood and what's great about where you live and why you love it. And those, you know, that community that just makes us all who we are. So I love all of that. And oftentimes, you know, if we're taking the first step in the videos, like they're not quite there yet. So we can help lift them mm-hmm. up by bringing them along in what we're doing. So yep. I love all of that. Yeah. And they appreciate it too. Yeah. And there's a lot of challenges. It's like, um, you know, my mother-in-law, 83 year old mother-in-law, we brought her to live with us during this and she has a home, three story home that she had fallen in. She couldn't stay there by herself. So she came to live with us and now she's at the point of, okay, time to move on to, you know, whether it's a one story, an apartment or whatever. So we're going through those, but the question came up, how are we going to sell a home? How are we going to have a estate sale? How are we going to do those kind of things? Those are the questions that people are having right now. And so, you know, call an estate um, agent um, business and have a conversation with them. What, what, are, what can people do? Because people are looking at that. People are still wanting to, you know, move. They're getting transferred, you know, whatever. And so being able to provide some of that information and resources are, are very important. So, you know, really don't be afraid to think outside of you and to go bigger into your network because it doesn't all have to be about the content you're creating. You yeah. know, it's just like you and I, we did this recording and <clears throat> this is actually the second recording we've done. The first <laughs> oh, one, that's <laughs> <laughs> <No>, okay. <laughs> the first one we couldn't get, I couldn't get to convert. Um, so thank you for, for joining for a second one, which was a blessing. Um, but you know, it's like a matter of, you know, we didn't have a topic. It's like we started, it's like, what do you want to talk about? I can't remember what we talked about the last time. It's like, well, we have the conversation just like you're going to have a conversation with someone and you can have a general topic. So, you know, if you're going to talk to someone who is an estate planner, then say, okay, we want to talk about how do you go through this process in the midst of no COVID? What are the three things? I always say three things. What are, yeah. what are the three things that you need to, to remember in going through this? Yeah, or, or, in planning or whatever. things people can learn from this. And you're right. All these things are still going on. We're just doing them differently. Right. Or we're not sure. And this is the thing. You might not know the answer. You go seek the answer out and then you can share it, right? right. Like, we don't know everything. We You talk to the state a planner and figure out what, what it is and what are the steps and yeah. then share like that. That's so simple and easy. Um, that's the thing, like the 52 questions, you might not know the answers, but there's a thing called the Google. There's lots of <laughs> out there where you can learn the answers and put it yeah. in your own voice, your own perspective. We see everything through our own lens, which is great, right? Like we could say, okay, everyone talk about estate planning, everyone's going to talk about it differently from their own perspective and their own lens. So yep. that's the great thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Bring a different edge to it. Very good. Well, good. Well, I'm going to keep this at about 20 minutes because that's what we're about keeping these at. So I want to thank you so much for joining me the second time. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So we need to do it again. So we maybe do. we can make a plan to do our own series or something when yeah. we talk about branding. And that's how those things start. That is. The idea happens and you run with it. 
Absolutely. So um, thank you for your time. For those who are listening and watching, thank you for your time. We appreciate you. And hopefully we've given you some insight and ideas to be able to go out and, uh, and to do something you haven't done before with videos or with banding or with whatever. Awesome. Very good. So thank you for listening to Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit.